Hello, hello, and welcome back to Coffee Stained. Wow, it feels like it's been forever since I recorded, and it actually has been. My last recording was back in, I believe, October, and I didn't release it until November. I was going through some family stuff, um, the passing of my grandmother in Puerto Rico, and also just uh, transitioning into this year. It was... Um, quite different from my first year. As uh, most of you know, I became an AP last year. This is my second year. I didn't start in the beginning of the year, and this year I actually did, and I just got um, a different view and a diff different experience, and it was one like no other, and I'm sure next year is gonna be a, a totally different um, experience as well. I embrace it all, I love it. I was challenged. Um, I. I just had to step up and do what I had to do as an assistant principal and um, yeah it, it did take a lot from me it took a lot of me I had to step up and just show that this is what I'm supposed to be doing um, that my passion is truly there I had to set aside some differences some feelings and just focus on my purpose right my purpose is to be a, a leader. I believe that that is why I'm here. And again, that purpose will be challenged. Your purpose, your goals, your plans, whatever you are striving for will be challenged. There will be some bumps in the road. There will be some delays. There will be some detours, right? But we have to push through and we have to constantly remind ourselves why, of our why, right? So if you have been listening to my podcast, again, this is Coffee Stained EDU Podcast. I have uh, so far 14 episodes recorded. This is episode 15. And episode 15 is going to be aspiring school leader interview tips. So I'm going to go over um, just a couple of tips and advice on how you can better prepare for a level one C30 that is in New York City. That is the first interview for an assistant principal um, in your city, your town, your state. It might be called something different, but in New York City, it's called the level one C30. There's a level two as well, which you, if you make it to that next round, then there's just like a whole lot of legality. Um, paperwork, protocol, stuff that you have to go through um, to finally get appointed. But episode 15 is aspiring school leader interview tips and advice. And I'm going to go over a few things in this um, podcast that hopefully better helps you in your process. It helps you feel better prepared for that interview. I have done 14 episodes. I'm going to just give a rundown because it's been such a while and you guys know that's usually how I do. I come on, I say hi, I say what's up, how you doing? I thank all my listeners, all my followers on Instagram and I go over all the topics. So before I go over the topics, I'll share my website is coffeestained.com org coffeestain.org um look at me it's been a while i forgot my own website <laughs> it's coffeestain.org and my instagram is coffeestains underscore edu coffeestained underscore edu all right um you can listen to this podcast on the website you can listen to the podcast on spotify iheartradio and amazon music all right, so 
The first episode was introduction to coffee stains. Second episode was leading with passion. Episode three was perfectly stained, how to lead imperfectly. Um, we talked there about growth mindset versus fixed mindset and, and being a lifelong learner. Episode four, four was balance, how to balance your outside life and your, and your work life. Episode five was the organized leader. I gave tips and advice how you can become a better, um, more, sorry, not a better, an organized leader using um, an agenda, a checklist, and how um, keeping a clean work and home environment can assist you in that. Episode six was job search activated. I gave tips and advice on how to uh, make your resume a little bit more appealing with the QR code, how to update your digital portfolio, create a digital portfolio, and how to um, do more and think outside the box when you are doing your job search. Episode seven was a day in the life of an AP, which I think I wanna go back into. I'm probably gonna do another episode with the next few weeks on uh, just a little bit more details of that. I think I just gave a, a brief, um, overview on what that looks like but i i think i want to go a little bit more in depth with that so that was episode seven a day in the life of an ap assistant principal episode eight was self-care avoid the burnout we had nicole our special guest that spoke about spoke about self-care and wellness episode nine which i'm gonna say episode eight you need to listen to especially now during our winter break it gives you tips and advice on how to just take care of yourself recharge and um, reset in a healthy way and effective way. Episode nine is a path towards the school building leadership certification. I go over understanding and embracing your why, the course load, the internship, the exams, and all that good stuff, as well as networking, connecting with superintendents and principals, just so that you can build those bridges and relationships for your job search. Episode 10 was good education, not special education. We talk about special education, sorry, special education is not a place, identity, or a subject, and how we can support all our students regardless if they have an IEP or not. Episode 11 was with um, Jenna. We spoke about SEL, social emotional learning for students and for staff. We spoke about why is it important and how we can implement it for not only our students, but ourselves. Episode 12 was remember your why. What is your why? What is the reason you went into the field you are in now, the position you are in now? Why is it important to remember your why and how, why is it important to focus on that and to push into that and push forward into your why whenever things just get rough and you start to question why you are doing what you're doing. We all, we all do, we all do. Um, episode 13 is um, was collaboration, not isolation. I was with Dr. Shanae. We spoke about uh, why working in collaboration in a school community or any other organization or a job that you have is important and how isolate, working in isolation is damaging and how you can start. We provided tips and advice on how you can start collaborating with teachers, with parents, with the community. And then episode 14 was effective communication. How do we effectively communicate with parents, with coworkers? How we can do that? Creating, you know, messaging service, um, emails, phone calls, following up. The following up is so so important. How to improve our communication? We give tips and advice on that. Learning how to listen, to understand, not to respond. I think that's a big one for a lot of us. Not only in our professional lives, but in our personal lives. Stop listening to respond you need to listen to understand you don't always need to respond 
really really listen to what the person is saying and try to really understand where they are coming from that is effective communication that is part sorry part of effective communication okay now episode 15 is going to talk about interview tips and advice i've um, had many requests for this episode and it took me a while to actually um come through and record and i apologize for that like i said i was going through some personal stuff taking care of myself taking care of home but i am here i am back for ya <laughs> so like you guys know this is coffee stain edu podcast um i take pride in keeping my episodes at least 25 minutes i believe there's one or two do not kill me i am not perfect there's one or two that go over to over 25 minutes and it's only because there's so much information that i'm trying to share with you guys especially when i have guest speakers on and um, that we might go over okay but i do take pride in that a majority of my um episodes are 25 minutes or less because i know we are busy first of all i live in new york i get it we are f- busy everything is fast paced we gotta get going we are going from one thing to the next thing but we have to remember to breathe we have to take take a moment to pause and just to reset but i made them 25 25 minutes or less that was my goal so that you can listen to it while you're doing dishes you can listen to it while you're driving to work you can listen to it while you're working out you can listen to it while you're cooking you can listen to it when you are doing any task that you're doing if you are capable of multitasking and actually you know being able to receive the tips and advice I am sharing and giving and hopefully you can apply it to your life. And again, like I say in every episode, the things I share are not only for school leaders or anyone in education. You know, as you know, I'm an assistant principal, a new, I'm a newbie, I'm a newbie, I'm only set two years in, um, and not even two full years. But um, I do speak um, I, my background is not education. I do come from um, the legal fields and um, I've, I've held many jobs in my life trying to decide what was um, best for me. And I found my calling now, which I am so happy and blessed with um, that I was able to find a job that I genuinely love and I enjoy and I'm very passionate about. I wake up every day looking forward to going to work. That is um, something that I I aimed for that was my goal and I am so grateful that God has opened this door for me okay but while I I will be you know referencing a lot when it comes to education and the and that field I try to share tips and advice for the general public for whatever job you're in you can take tips and advice from my podcast and apply it to your personal or professional life okay so um I mean, this one is more, um, this, this part, this, uh, I'm sorry, this episode is leaning more towards, um, aspiring school leader interview and tips, but I'm sure there's going to be tips and advice that you actually take, um, and apply it to your own life. Okay. Um, whether you are looking for a new job, you're looking to switch careers or you just, you know, you want to help uh, someone else, a brother or sister out that's actually trying to, um, get a new job. Okay. So, um, like I usually say, my podcast, um, is raw it's authentic it's real it's not i don't edit i don't edit and i know i have people tell me oh maybe you can edit a little bit it can still be you about it no i like to record once and that's it that's what makes my podcast unique make, make it sets me aside from other people i don't want to edit i want you to get the raw authentic me geneva from brooklyn <laughs> i want you to get me 
whether you think I'm silly, goofy, if I'm making errors, if I'm saying things wrong, if I'm pronunciating, whatever. This is who I am. And, and I hope you, you know, receive that, you're receptive to that, and you can embrace that. And just listen to the whole, you know, my podcast and listen to my episodes. And um, my goal is just that you enjoy it that you laugh at me when I laugh, when I make a fool out of myself, and also that you take tips and advice out of here. Hopefully you have a paper and pencil with you, paper and pen, whatever, using your notepad. I mean, I'm talking paper and pen. I'm dating myself, right? Um, you could use your notepad on your iPad or your computer or on your phone to take tips um, down at advice. Each episode, I, I end with a challenge. I'm actually brainstorming a challenge right now. So I'm freestyling this as we go. Um, to a certain extent okay so I have a few tips that we're gonna go over um, when it comes to aspiring aspiring school leader interview tips again this was a topic that was recommended by many 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 people on my Facebook page as well as my Instagram so I hope this is helpful and again I am um, I, I open the floor I open my email I open my DMs I open my private messages to all my listeners so that I um, I'm catering to you guys. So if you have any tips and advice, if you feel like I did this episode and it wasn't, uh, it was, it was mediocre. It wasn't that great. Or you want more information, reach out, please reach out. I'm so open. I'm receptive to that. All right. So let's go into it. Let's do the damn thing. Nah. So, all right. <laughs> so the first thing you need to do is do your homework. What better way to prepare yourself for an interview than knowing the place you're interviewing for, right? Especially as a school, as a school leader. You're looking to be a school leader. You want to work for a school. Do your homework. Research that school. And now it's 2022. We're about to slide into 2023. A majority of our schools have social media. They have a, a, a social media presence, a platform, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, right? Let's use that. Do your homework. When I was doing my research, I literally went old school. I got a black and white notebook. I labeled it right in the front, admin job search, and I made a list and I made columns and I made a list. All right. I dated it. Boom. December 27th, I applied to PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4, just examples, right? All right. Boom. Then another, another column. How did I apply to them? I applied on the portal that the, that the Department of Education provided. Did I email the, 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 the principal? Did I walk into the school and drop off my resume? Did I do old school, old school and faxed my resume? Yeah, schools still have faxes. Schools still look at faxes. So you want to use all outlets and all avenues as possible in order to get your resume out there. Okay, so do your homework. And you want to make sure that you are fully you, you have knowledge on the school that you're reaching out. You want you. I mean, you're reaching out to that you want to apply to. I I know that this field is very um, competitive and is very challenging to, to um, land a position and that can become very discouraging, right? But you need to, the point I'm trying to make is don't just apply to schools because it's a school that has an opening. You don't want to be miserable in your job and I know like you have worked your butt off. I know how challenging the leadership program is on top of you having your regular job, your lives, your kids, yada, yada, yada. But I, I have to stress this. Do not just apply to a school, excuse me, because it has a position available. Because what if you, you, you land that job, 
Yes, that's awesome. That's exciting. Now you are an assistant principal. But then you're miserable. And then now your spark burns out. And now your passion has gone down the drain because you have accepted a position in a school that was not meant for you, that was not aligned to your vision. So while it is very challenging, I highly suggest and recommend that you do not just apply to school because there's a position that's available, okay? Um, now, if you want to use it as interview practice, then sure. But that, you know, then again, that can also kind of like steer you or lead you into accepting a position if you're offered it by some chance. But if you are firm in your why, if you are fully, fully clear of what your why is and your vision and why you want to become an administrator, nothing is going to steer, steer you away from that. Nothing is going to drift you away from that. Nothing is going to cause a wedge between your vision and your dream job. And if this is the plan that's meant for you, nothing's going to get in the way of that. Yeah, it may take a little longer than you expected. Yeah, there may be some, like I said, some detours, some bumps in the road, and it might cause you to get, you lose, in, you know, focus, um, even might lose some interest to a certain extent. But don't don't take a job where you really know that it doesn't align to your vision. You're going to be miserable. You're going to be unhappy. You're going to burn out. And 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 that is something sad that happens in this in and especially in the, in the field of education. Our students need us. Um our teachers need us, need us, our staff need us to be the best version of, of ourselves. And if we come into work half-assing it or miserable because we accepted a position for the wrong reasons, it's going to reflect in how we lead. That's all I'm saying, right? So do your homework. Make sure it's a school that you really want to apply to. It's a school that actually you can see yourself growing in and you being an actual asset to the school because you need to look at it both ends. How can you add to that school? How can that school add to your life and vice versa? Like how can you guys come together and make the school better for the students, for the staff, for the community, right? That's how you have to think. So do your homework, make sure you know about the school, make sure you know about the data, make sure you know about the test results, make sure you know about the programs that they provide, do they provide programs, do they have a, like a, a connection or relationship with parents, the community, is that something you want to be part of, is it something you could possibly see yourself growing in, right? Um, make a list, like I said, I had, I made a list of all the schools I applied to. I put the date on top that I applied to. I, I wrote out exactly how I applied and I, and I followed up, I followed up. I, you know, I would follow up with, with an email within like a next week or two, like, oh, I'm just want to follow up with the resume I sent you. Um, you, and you don't want to be too, you don't want it to be too formal, robotic, your response either. You want to throw in a little bit of why you are you reaching out to the school? Um, what do you know? What did you learn from your research about the school that makes you so interested in, a, in, in applying to that school and also throw in something, how you feel, something that you've done in your journey as an educator, as a, as an aspiring leader that can contribute to their community, right? That kind of aligns to what they're doing. That's why it's important that you guys align what you are doing and your vision and your, and your beliefs to what that school, that school's vision and beliefs are. You want to make sure your resume is updated, update, update, update your resume. Okay. Make sure that your resume is up to date with all your, all the experiences you have. And while you might be in a not, you might not be in a leadership title or position right now, you might not have a leadership title, sorry, and a leadership position. There are still roles that you are playing in your school that are in a leadership capacity, right? And if they are not, then maybe you need to start thinking of what can I do in my school that shows that I have leadership qualities, okay? 
your cover letter should be updated it should not be so formal it should kind of state some stuff that you've done now how stuff you know about the school so you should take time to customize these cover letters based on the school that you're applying to to show that you've learned about the school you've taken you've taken an interest and you've gone above and beyond to learn about that school to show that you are you could be a, a, a positive contribution to this school all right um add to your resume maybe your vision and belief that's what i did on the top of mine i wrote my i my i believe um statement and basically talked about what i believe a, sh a school should look like or what i believe a school is um and you can see a copy of my my resume in my linked my link tree link my link tree link you hear my link tree account which i'll share at the end of the podcast um, be prepared okay have your resume up to date like i said have the school data um have a portfolio a portfolio that highlights everything you've done and remember you want to start thinking like a leader the leader if you're applying to a leadership position you want to have your res your, your digital portfolio or your paper portfolio whatever you prefer i would say have both that way if you you can link your digital portfolio to your resume that way if you're emailing your resume the, the the hiring committee has access to your portfolio as well as if you're going in person because i know a lot of the interviews now are in person because we are over the pandemic somewhat <laughs> um you can bring a hard copy of that portfolio as well it should highlight everything you've done in a leadership capacity what have you done as a teacher as unicorn or whatever role you are playing right now how have you um, what jobs or tasks or responsibilities have you had in a leadership capacity? How have you helped improve teachers' um, practices? How have you how how have you improved um, or contribute to the leadership of the school, the quality of the school? How have you helped um, build relationships with the community or with the parents? Right. So start thinking like that. What are some things you have done? You might think. That something as simple as a parent newsletter is not something that is not a big deal, but actually it is. You're building those connections and those relationships with the family. You're keeping them informed of what's going on with the school, right? That's building those bridges between the school and the families. That is something in a leadership capacity, right? So you have to start thinking outside of the box of what you do as an educator right now, which I know a lot of teachers question, a lot of people that are going into the, the, the schooling to be a school leader, they don't think they have done anything or have done enough leadership jobs or, or, respons or have had responsibilities that qualify as a leadership responsibility. Dig deep, you have, trust me. You wanna be yourself and sell yourself. Again, this is a very challenging career, a challenging job challenging fields it is difficult to get a job as an assistant principal in the department of education in new york city okay so you need to stand out and show out and sh and really sell yourself you are the hot topic you are the newest ipad the newest pair of jordans however you want to look at it the newest iphone i don't even know when they're on to 14 15 16 who knows you are that product you need to sell yourself. You need to show and tell and be confident in why you deserve this position, why you are, are, you are a positive asset to this school, all right? You wanna share your value, your passion, and your con contributions thus far, 
All right. You want to think like a leader. Get out of the mindset as a teacher. You want to think as a leader on that grander scale of leading a school as working with the principal and other APs to help lead a school. Relationships with teachers, relationships with staff, relationships with parents, relationships with the community, relationships with the students. You want to think about it on a grander scale. Think like a leader. Think like a leader. I have to drill that in because that's going to be challenging when you go to these interviews. The questions that they're going to be asking you is all, le- all about leadership, leadership, leadership. You want to follow up once you send those resumes, right? You want to follow up with a thank you email. You want to um, send your resume again through the email and also say, if you know, if I was not, if I wasn't a candidate for the position, I wasn't the best candidate for the position. I still want to thank you for the opportunity for interviewing me and I'm attaching my resume. That way you could share it with other colleagues that you feel that I'll be a better match for that school or just keep on file for any openings that would might um, come about in the future. Something to that extent, right? You always want to do that. So you want to make sure you prepare for your and you do your homework for the interview, right? There's going to be many questions that the questions are going to be on a leadership scale, right? So some of the questions that you might be asked is discuss a plan to to successfully implement differentiation of instruction in mathematics or literacy. So they want you to think like 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 a principal, like an assistant principal. It's your job now to, to put that principal hat on. And think of a plan. How will you successfully implement differentiation of instruction in mathematics or literacy? So remember, you have to, you have to think of like a leader. You're going to be teaching teachers. You're going to have to provide a workshop or professional development, right? To teach them how to do differentiation. You want to make sure what teachers know how to do differentiation, differentiation right now. What teachers are struggling with differentiation. So possibly surveying your staff, okay? Um, sometimes it's effective to have colleagues conduct the professional developments, right? If you see that there's a teacher that is excellent and she's highly effective in differentiating instruction for students, then maybe she can conduct a professional development for her colleagues or, or his colleagues, right? Up that plan could include intervisitations in those classes where teachers are effective in differentiating instruction. Right? So you got to think like a leader. What would you do on that scale? Or how would you support your teachers? I am going over my 25 minutes. And like I said, it's only because this is a very important topic that many people have asked about. So another question you might ask is, what would you do if you encounter teachers resistance to change? That's going to happen. That's going to happen because you are a new assistant principal. If you are a new coming from an outside, from outside, you're not familiar with the district. You're not familiar with the school. You are new to the school. There's going to be teachers, senior teachers, teachers that have been in the game for a minute. They see this newbie coming in, especially the ones that are older than you expect the resistance. It's going to happen. But what can you do as a leader? You're not coming in as a teacher, right? So, when you're in your leadership program, they stress, they stress relationships, relationships, relationships. I actually just had someone um, challenge me saying that it's about relationships um, on a post that I put on Facebook. And um, I had to respond back because relationships is the foundation of everything. Okay. You cannot communicate effectively with your staff if you don't have a relationship with your staff. You're not going to be able to implement your vision if you don't have a relationship with the staff. You're not going to be able to successfully implement differentiation if you haven't built those relationships with your staff. And how are you going to 
how are you going to address an, an encounter with a teacher resistant to change if you haven't even attempted to have a relationship with that staff member, right? So I'm going to still stand on my word and stand on what the site program has been telling us the whole time we've been, we took the leadership program is it's about relationships. Once you build those relationships with your staff, they're going to be more receptive to you and what you bring to the table and what you're attempting to do in that school. So before you can implement any vision, implement any changes, implement anything that you're coming in with, you need to get to know your staff. You need to talk to your staff. You need to listen to your staff. You need to, AKA, build those relationships. And that is gonna be the biggest thing right there. How you're gonna how you're gonna work with a teacher that's resistant to change? Get to know that teacher. Let them know that you are you you understand that they're not they're not comfortable, they don't know you, that your 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 goal is to help them learn how to trust you, that you're there for them. You're there for them to help them grow as effective educators so that they can help our students, they can help our children, right? Let them know that you're there to 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 help them grow and to be better or effective teachers. That you're not there to catch them doing something they're not supposed to do. You're not there to kind of just talk down on them or, or point fingers or just boss them around. That's not what you're there for. You're there to motivate them and you're there to influence them. Okay? If you come with that soft approach, the chance of a teacher being resistant is really unlikely. Okay? You know, there's, there's a lot of questions which I am going to share on the website as well. I have a list of sample AP interview questions. I actually have two pages. It's about uh, 30 something questions, which is a bunch of questions that many people have been posting uh, within the past few years on um, the Facebook leadership page, on my Instagram that have um, told me these are questions that they were asked. And I just compiled them together on a list. I'm sure there's many more, um, but I'm going to share this on the website. That way you guys can see the questions and you can be prepared. My suggestion would be have a response, go through each question and have a response for each question. You want to be ready, but you also don't want to be robotic. Okay. Don't be robotic. You want your responses to be authentic. They, you want it to be genuinely from you, right? Some people put post-its on their computers. Um, that was because it was the remote, um, the remote interviews. Most likely you're going to be in person. But what I would say is the way you prepare for an exam, go over it and have and, and practice. Go through each question and have a response for each, each question. That way you're better prepared and you have an idea of what you want to say for those questions. You don't want to memorize responses. You want them to come from your heart genuinely. You want them to come from your heart because if this is what you really want to do, then you shouldn't be speaking from nothing else but from your heart and from the for your passion for this job okay so i would say go through the 30 questions and have a response for each one with your leadership mentality with your leadership thinking cap on right um throwing it back a little bit you want to put that cap on and think like a leader and act like a leader, move like a leader, and respond like a leader. You are gonna answer these questions like you are a, uh, a leader. And if you can give an example of when you were, you have actually used, I mean, ha actually had have come across a problem like this, you know, like for example, with discuss a plan to successfully implement differentiation of instruction in mathematics or literacy, right? So maybe as a teacher, you realize that one of your coworkers was struggling with differentiation. They came to you, they asked you for questions that, and you supported them, you helped them. You can mention that 
because that shows a leadership quality that shows leadership characteristics because you already took it upon yourself to be a leader to help teachers even though you didn't have that leadership title right because you know a leader is just not a title it's a role it's it's a position you play it's a characteristic and you have to allow that to come out in when you are I mean when you are interviewing for your position you want to speak from your heart you want to let your passion show when you respond to these questions right and yeah you could use the buzzwords we all know the buzzwords that we learn in the leadership program use them but don't don't use too much of it because school leaders know principals know they you know they they can they can hear the fakeness they can hear that you planned and you prepare for these in these questions that they're so robotic they're they're not authentic and they know you just throwing out jargon and all this other extra um buzzwords that you heard and they they can sense and they can smell the bs <laughs> we can smell the bs so really genuinely answer from your heart that's I think that's the best advice I can give you, okay? And, you know, there are so many questions that are going to question your philosophy. It's going to question um, how you're going to develop a supervisory relationship with your teachers, okay? Again, building those relationships. Um, how, can you, how can you support your students, staff, and parents? These are some questions you got to think about. What are you passionate about, right? You want to talk about what are you passionate about on a, in a school capacity? What you, what, why, why do you want to be a school leader? Okay. Um, they might ask, how would you want to increase, how can you increase parent involvement? A lot of schools struggle with parent involvement. How would you increase as, a, as an assistant principal? How would you increase parent involvement? So these are some questions that you should think about. Like I said, I'm going to post these questions on the website and hopefully it helps you. So like I said, do your homework, update your resume, your cover letter, make it appealing and sell yourself. You can add your belief or your vision to your resume like I did. Um, you want to be prepared. Research the school, research why, and have little points where you want to mention the school and ask, and ask to why you feel like aligns to your vision and why you feel like you guys would be a good fit for each other. Okay, this is a marriage. You're going into this relationship with the school. It needs to work. You guys have to have something in common. You guys have to be able to bring something to each other, right? You want to be yourself and you want to sell yourself. Like you said, you are the hot new Jordans that are coming. They're about to drop. You want to let them know why you should be purchased, right? <laughs> Not purchased. Why you should be the candidate that's this, that's chosen for this assistant principal position. You want to think like a leader and you want to respond like a leader. Okay. So my challenge for you to wrap up episode 15 would be go on my website, go into resources, go into episode 15 and answer each of those sample interview questions answer them and if you are worried or you're confused or you're doubting your answer hit me up geneva rodriguez 30 at gmail.com geneva rodriguez 30 at gmail.com hit me up ask me if i think it's good or not again i'm only one person if you know i i would suggest you start networking connecting with other school leaders i'm new to the game as well so i'm not i am not here a assuming or saying that i have the answers to everything i am just one leader sharing um, tips and advice to future aspiring leaders and that's all I am so if you f if you don't want to ask me you can reach out to somebody else but I would suggest you networking connecting with other school leaders whether it's an assistant principal whether it's a superintendent whether it's a, a principal 
connect build those relationships with them ask them for tips and advice they will be a great great resource for you all right so that's my challenge for you thank you again for listening to coffeestains.edu podcast thank you for listening to coffeestainedu podcast the website is coffeestain.org coffeestain.org this is geneva rodriguez your host and i'm so sorry i went 10 minutes over but again this was information that was needed to be shared i hope you found it helpful and if you have any questions you can reach out to me on ig coffee stained underscore edu coffee stained underscore edu again my email geneva rodriguez 30 at gmail.com or my website coffee stained dot org and it's a wrap <laughs>